Welcome in to Your Retirement Untangled with Andrew Nida and Mo Param. Welcome to Asset Management Group's Private Client Podcast. Andrew Nida and Moise Param here, May 12th. Hope you guys are doing great as we prepare. I'm preparing to go to Lake Gunnersville this weekend. Really? Yeah, What's man. going on there? So uh, my middle son, Benji, has uh, he he's on the bass fishing team. Which, by the way, I don't. I wish I don't think they had that when I was growing up. That would have been fantastic. It didn't. Ha- they definitely didn't have that in Brooklyn. No, 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 no. <laughs> no bass fishing in Brooklyn. Not at all. But yeah, so uh, Benji's on the bass fishing bass fishing team there at Adairsville, and so we are headed to Lake Gunnersville. It's actually a two day uh, tournament, which is weird because it's Mother's Day weekend. Don't forget that. Okay. Oh, it's it's during Mother's Day too. Well. That's a typical guy, right? To put a bass tournament <laughs> on Mother's Day weekend. I'm like, what's he setting everybody up for failure? Oh, uh, no, Benji, they have to catch enough enough fish okay. so to, to be able to be invited on Sunday. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see go out there. They're young, though, compared to all these juniors and seniors, you know, out there that are competing. And so these guys, I mean, they're they're ridiculous. They fish all the time. And, of course, I myself don't know. Hey, it, I don't know much about bass fishing. So if any of you guys – that are listening to the podcast today know know anything about Lake Gunnersville or what we should be throwing. That would be great information. You can definitely give us a call. Help me out here. Um, but yes, we got that going on. And don't forget Mother's Day. Yeah, don't. Do not. Oh, do. man. You still have some time. Flowers. Yes. Uh, Amazon Prime. Do not. Uh, yeah, but you don't need to buy a gift. Okay, here's some advice. Don't get a gift that clearly is a gift bought last minute you know there's some things you can order on amazon where they're like yeah you waited to the last minute <laughs> you bought that the, the the one thing that's always in stock you know like a uh like a uh a, um what's that material not rubber um like a like a spoon like cooking wear oh, that's like, like plastic uh, tupperware spoon yeah don't yeah. do that no no don't do that at any at any point mother's day birthdays valentine's Day. yeah no no no, no don't do that not at all not you guys really, you gotta, you gotta be more creative than that. I, I'm thinking, um, I don't know. See here, oh gosh, I'm, uh, I haven't got one yet. I have. This one. is not good. You already did. Yeah. Amber doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can probably say it. Oh, uh, yeah. No, Amy doesn't either. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's, you know, she's a hair. You know, obviously she's your sister, but she's a hairstylist, a makeup artist, and apparently there's this curling iron that is like state of the art that would i mean she's been talking about you've it already forever. got it for her? yeah way to go well her assistant her assistant called me and texted me and said well text me oh and said, that doesn't i am you know That's... i'm at the color store amber's been talking about this curling iron and i said get it i'll Venmo you that is not fair yeah that is not fair yeah. see you know this is the one reason i really needed the good lord to bless me with a daughter <laughs> you know because because i've got three boys that are like as unintentional as I am about thinking ahead on some of these things. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, today's the day. Today's right? the day. You got, you yeah. got to do it today. Um, I think, I think a, a, a heartfelt letter card would trump any gift. Sounds exhausting. Yes, no. it would though. I agree. But just use chat, chat GPT. <laughs> oh my god we just lost every female client ever chat kidding GBT. i'm kidding i'm kidding. oh I'm speaking kidding. of chat gbt guys and ai technology all supporting the reasons why it is necessary for us at asset management group to stay ahead of the game okay uh and by staying ahead of the game 
one of the biggest missions and and the, the most exciting transitions we've made up until this current moment as a firm is being able to purchase access and take advantage of new technology from a trading standpoint. And so once again, it's the message that we keep sending out to you guys via video email. It's also the docu signs that you guys are and will be getting about the the ability to leverage and use this new uh, trading system that we now have access to. Several benefits there for both parties. The majority of it obviously is for you guys, but the benefits from an operational standpoint is huge for us too. You know, we're just making sure we got you know in the world like today, uh, when you're running a business, you got to have technology that, you know, it's got to have capabilities from an integration standpoint. It's got to have the ability to have app stacking, um, you know, advancements. It's got to have, uh, you know, integrations that are going to go with AI technology. It's just, it's got to have the flexibility to evolve. Yeah. And, and it's necessary. And so, you know, obviously our focus is to continue to, you know, spend whatever it takes here necessary to improve uh, all areas of the relationship that we have with you. Okay. Once again, our heart and our goal always is to ensure the best quality money management and ultimately the best experience from a relationship standpoint, and a planning standpoint for our clients. And so a step in that direction, super excited about it, but definitely once again, work with us through this process. We need your assistance to quickly and smoothly work through the documentation we send you so that we can get this season behind us of consolidation, cleaning up the accounts and getting things moved to the new trading system. And then of course, getting on and prepared for this transition to Schwab. But, uh, with that said, yeah, um, and w- one quick note in there that, you know, the signs are coming in waves. So some of you who are listening, you haven't, some of you haven't mm-hmm. received it yet, but we're, you know, the first batch came out last week, another batch this week. So we're taking it in phases. Hopefully by our goal is by the end of the month, everyone gets there and receives their DocuSign. Um, but oh, one other thing, the DocuSign is going to come from Kayla Hayden. Um, from Orion. Yeah. So she's assisting us with um, sending out the DocuSign. So if you do receive a DocuSign from a Kayla, uh, that's, that's, that's ours. If you have any questions, just give us a call. Uh, but to just make, if you want to make sure that, Hey guys, is this the DocuSign? Yeah. Yes. Who's Kayla? Who's Kayla? Yeah. Kayla, Kayla and their team, they're an internal team that we work with. You could imagine in our, in our industry, right? We're working hand in hand with other teams. Um, and so Kayla is the group, the head of the group that we work with. And that's assisting us in this process of transition. So, yeah, definitely just keep an eye out for that. Um, All right. So, you know, I guess probably a a very interesting topic that needs to be discussed and that should be discussed in the the minutes that we have on this podcast today that I think is relevant and also has our clients questioning is just, you know, the, the debt ceiling crisis. Okay. And, you know, just kind of give you guys some thoughts behind this. Obviously, they had a meeting on Tuesday, didn't get anywhere, um, no progress at all. And so they, I think they rescheduled it for today, but then it was postponed okay. until next week. Yeah, sounds like, you know, for the, from the last meeting, there was just no progress. It was, a little, it was pretty heated. And mm-hmm. so I guess both sides decided that uh, no point of having a meeting today. Let's, let's kind of gather our thoughts together, gather uh, a game plan, an additional game plan and move for, forward to next week. Yeah, if they if they can if that's possible, um, but just you know a quick quick statement on this. So so U.S. government debt. You know, just if you're asking yourself, right, what is what are we talking about? We're talking about U.S. government debt. We're talking about you know anything that basically includes like various types of securities that the government issues um, it, from the Treasury Department. So these are going to be things like Treasury bills, Treasury notes, 
treasury bonds, and, and they issue these government securities for the purpose of receiving the money to cover the operations and obligations that the federal government has. And, you know, obviously one thing that we have going for us here at the at the government level and the U.S. economy is just our credit worthiness. Right. You know, it's our ability in comparison to other world economies to be able to service the debt. And so when we're talking about servicing debt, we're talking about, you know, other economies that have lended us money and they lend us money because we pay a rate on that money consistently forever and always have. Okay. So when we talk about, you know, these whole statements of default concerns about defaulting, what if the U S government defaults on its debts? That's a much bigger problem than just simply coming to the conclusion that, Oh, well, we can't lift the ceiling. We just don't have enough money. So let's just do a reset. That's a story, really, truthfully, we don't want to live through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the you know, twenty eleven, um, you know, the U.S. Uh, credit was was down downgraded from AAA to double uh, A uh, negative, which you know, it, we're where it still is right now, and you know, our ability or our faith to pay back our debts and obligations is really the the, the strength of the U.S. economy. Yeah. I mean, this is a global economy, and our ability to to borrow and pay off our debt is huge. And if that, if, if we go to towards this point of, you know, uh, our obligations not being met, now you're talking about a global, a global, a place we don't want to be, like you said. Yeah. And, and you're right. I mean, if we, if we were to default, it would absolutely, you know, crush our ability to borrow. Right. And, you know, being that, being that we operate the way we do, that's necessary to cover our own obligations. And, you know, there's, there's other issues here too. A default would, would, in my opinion, it would, you know, trigger a massive sell-off of trevor, treasury securities. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? I mean, it, you know, the, the whole point of buying a bond is, you know, safety net that your principal is guaranteed and you're going to earn interest over time. And then, you know, when the bond matures, you get your principal back. Mm-hmm. So if all of a sudden it, you miss that one Especially you're borrowing it from the the government, the U.S. government. You know why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you sell off as an investor? Right, you would. But and a massive, massive sell off, massive sell off will do exactly what it's done to recent banks. It will it will absolutely create a massive liquidity crisis, a depreciation in other asset prices, and and ultimately a, a challenge for the markets as a whole. And, and, and probably the biggest long-term concern there, too, would be just the depreciation of the U.S. dollar, you know, to, to Lord knows what. And so, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of issues here that goes and, and surrounds this whole decision. Let me just, you know, my opinion has always been this is not a political decision. This is a, a much bigger financial decision and shouldn't be utilized in any type of political propaganda. I mean, this is, this is you know, for the basis of our, of our society, the challenge— I believe, though, in increasing the debt ceiling is that ultimately, from my understanding, someone's going to have to pay the bill at some point. So if we don't fix the budget, if we don't balance a budget at the federal level, then the risk is that we just continue to do this every four or five years. And then what? What? We do it forever? No, no, no. At some point, it will come to a head. Because at some point, the U.S. dollar will lose its value 
lose its credit worthiness, lack the ability to borrow, and ultimately not be able to cover its obligations. And so it, I think it's uh, it doesn't solve the it solves the short term, you know, fear mongling concern, but it doesn't solve the right. long term economic challenge of the U.S. government. Yeah, but it's pretty interesting. You know, it's you know many states, if not all states, I think New York and California might be the two that don't, but really have a balanced budget. Right. Right. So they they come up with a way that their budget at the you know is balanced at the end of uh, you know at the end of the month, end of the year. But the federal government doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously their ability to borrow at a federal level, but also to print at a federal level, you know, gives them the ability to really not have that forefront of their minds mm-hmm. to really run this government on a on a debt free or balanced budget, like you mentioned. And, you know, there's there's things that could happen, right? If it doesn't, if it doesn't, ha- if it doesn't get to a point where the, the budget is where the ceiling is increased. You know, do you know? Do we start seeing the possibility of tax rates increase mm-hmm. over time? You know, somebody has to pay the bill, like you mentioned before. Mm-hmm. So, are tax rates going to go up down in the future in order to kind of resolve the this debt ceiling that we're in right now? Yeah, it's a good it's a good point. Are, so, how do know, they cover? Basically, what you're talking about is is how do how, they how create do a it? how do they create a budget? They either have to increase taxes to increase rev, yeah, or you know, prioritize spending and maybe be a little more you know, uh, diligent on how the expenses are going out. Right. Right. I don't, I don't know if, if there's a soul up there. It's got that capability, you know, I mean, really to, to, to fix the spending habits. I mean, listen, we have been increasing the de- deficit since 1960, right? We're not talking about a, a, a four year problem, a five year, eight year, 12 year, two decade problem since 1960. So you think, so do you, so you think it's ingrained in, the federal government's basically mindset that the ceiling can always be increased and the spending can always be spent. I think, I think we increase the ceiling and then we go right back to the life that we live and we don't think about it again until the next time we have to increase the ceiling. That's exactly what I think happens. I mean, I, you know, once again, I am, I, I would out of all due respect say that I do not have the, you know, current knowledge to be able to even consider the the complications and the challenges and the complexity that goes into creating a budget for the federal government. Oh yeah. <laughs> but but what I would say is is we have to do it. Local cities and municipalities have to do it. Mm-hmm. States have to do it. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. You know. And and you know I think there's plenty of government spending that we all know can be eliminated can be eliminated. There's plenty of government um, subsidies and government um, benefits that could be restricted, more, uh, you know, more of a, a rules-based approach to receiving benefits, mm-hmm. you know, ensuring that the end individual that's receiving a benefit is, is an individual that needs the benefit. You know, I'm sure there's measures that, you know, ta- we've got 10,000 people a day crossing the border a day. I mean, we got to, we got to figure out how to make everybody pay taxes. Right. You know? So, so, you know, I'll stop there. Yeah. I don't want to get too political, but yeah, no, I think it's a good conversation, right? I mean, I don't think, obviously neither of us have the, the correct, the solution for it, 
But you know, if you just if you like you said, 1960, this has been an issue, mm-hmm. and you know, you're talking 63 years, and we're running we're we're running our head against the wall with the same same issue of spending. Mm-hmm. And so something has to be done. Something can be done. It's just whether, you know, any good negotiation, right? Both parties feel like they've lost, right? That's a good negotiation. So really, at you know, for this to, to work out, you know, what, what, what are both parties willing to concede? Mm-hmm. You know, what are they willing to say, okay, for you, I'll do this. For you, I'll do this. And for the American uh, uh, population, for our citizens, What's in our best interest? That's right. That's right. And that's the key. So time is ticking. I mean, what what do Yellen say? June first. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's it it's going to be an interesting um, story to watch play out over the next several weeks. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys updated. Keep you posted. Thought it was something that I've received a few emails from you guys on just questions about it, and thought it would be you know, worthy putting on the podcast, just kind of talking through it, and and we may continue over the next few weeks, just kind of addressing that that's you know, that, that conversation about the debt ceiling and what we are learning and, and understanding as, as these, you know, as information kind of comes to the surface. So do you got anything else? Um, today, Olivia is getting uh-huh. her award. Well, yesterday was her birthday. So I have birthday, Olivia, but uh, she's getting her um, AB honor roll. Ah, there award you go. Today. Yeah. Let's go. Let's Into go. school activities. Into school activities. For everybody getting geared up and ready for the summer. Listen, um, we should also bring to the podcast some summer advice, trips, locations, prime spots. Yeah, we should do that. That'd be fun. All right. Hey, listen, hope you guys have had a wonderful and blessed week. Always live life better every day. Keep your mind focused. Wise decisions, wise choices. Be wise with your money and let us know if you ever need anything. You guys take care. Talk to you next week. Investment advisory services offered through Asset Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Andrew Knight and Moise Peran provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company or are offered through Asset Management Group. By contacting Asset Management Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.